Trav. Yes, sir. Oh, my God, Mr. Mills. It feels good to be back, man. Dog, this is where it all started. This is where it all started. I know. I'm walking through these hallways. I'm like, oh, I remember that. I've been here. <laughs> I left something here. Bro, I think the first question that that I want to ask you, because we got we got to talk about your show. Yeah, of course. You know, that's, that's the big thing going on for you right now. Congrats, by Thank the way. You. Thank you. But, dog, I, I, miss, I miss you behind the mic, man. I know you, now you're behind mics doing – you know, radio shows and I, I ha you're producing records, but what's up with, with your stuff? Like as an artist, do you so, plan on? Yeah, dude, I've never, look, I've never left the studio. Right. And what's, what's been really cool the last like two to three years, I've taught myself how to produce. So I'm making beats and that, stuff that I, I didn't see. I, me and you haven't talked. In yeah. A yeah. No, I know. And people don't know that we go pretty, we go, we go way back. We go pretty back. Like car seats as E40 would say, when I found out that you produced, uh, the YK Osiris. YK Osiris. I was it. like, "What? Yep, dog. That's a that's one of seriously. That's one of my favorite songs. Thank you so much. And nothing against YK Osiris, but what what grabbed me with that song the first time I he heard it was the beat. I and so that's that. I think that's another reason I was just and I wasn't shocked as in like the whole like I, I never thought he could have talents like that. It was just more like I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's impressive, bro. Yo, man, if you would have told me at 30 years old, I'd be getting, you know, double platinum singles like it, it's it's crazy. And something that I just really started like two years ago. And I think like the whole story behind that is I was at home just making music for fun with my friends, you know, and I sent this off to Kiwi and he put drums to it and got it to YK and we got we got one. You know, that's how the best shit comes about, though. When yeah, you're just honestly. fucking around. And, and that's what's been so cool about these last couple of years is like getting in, you know, I executive produced this project for this kid, Paris, who then went on tour with Post Malone. And so like writing these songs that aren't necessarily right for me to put out, but that fit for other artists and, you know, these other like kind of sound, sound gardens that I can like dip my foot into. That's been really fun. Um, and, you know, YK, incredible man. He's having a run this year. And just to be a part of that record and, and you know, his whole movement, being a double XL freshman. It's been it's been awesome, man. That's amazing, bro. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, I can't wait to hear when you get back in the studio. And I, what what makes for it when you write a song or you come up with a hook or yep. something, immediately you know like this ain't for me. And I like to ask artists this because, uh, like Juicy J, he writes stuff for other people. Sometimes Ty Dolla Sign, and uh, so you, when you say it's not for you, and this is the the, the question, you wrote it, so it's you. Yeah. But I feel like there's a certain sense of freedom, right? Like if I like, cause I I could put things together to and make them sound really cool, but if it doesn't fit like my brand, my identity, okay. my message, yep. like it doesn't mean that it's a bad idea. Yep. it's a great idea, but just for maybe else. not for me. Got exactly. It. Got it. Lil Yachty writing City Girls records and yeah. stuff. No, like that's, that's dope. you know that's mm -hmm. crazy. And, and the reason I ask because every I get different answers from different people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I get some people say, well, it could be for me. I just you know I wanted to. There was I had an opportunity and I sold the record, um, but that's amazing, bro. I can't wait to hear you know when you get back in the studio. Just Thank go in so the much, studio, man. record some shit, and like you said, <laughs> I'm have just gonna fun. give it to you. It's, but yeah, no, I'm for just sure, hand it off to Hundred percent. But you got to go in there and have fun, and I and I hope you do that, and I hope I get new music from you soon. Definitely. But in the meantime, I know why you haven't had time. Been busy um, man, bro. You've been busy. So let's talk about uh, Ghosted MTV. Uh, it's yeah, man. MTV's Ghosted uh, Love Gone Missing. It is one. I'm gonna be straight up. I thought it was fake. 
right? I've known about this show. I'm like, cool. By the I'm- way, you ghosted me. Huh? You ghosted <laughs> what me. What do you mean? It's been so fucking long. I was like, <laughs> when, when I found out we were going to do this, I'm like, where the fuck is Trav been? And I follow you, so yeah. I kind of, I, I've been able to see what you've been go- doing. But, but yeah, you ghosted me. And, and. Well, don't worry. Season two. Yeah, we yeah, could, yeah. We yeah. could squash all yeah. of this on season two. <laughs> Yo, so. For people who may not know, explain exactly. You're going into season two. Explain how this show, like, what it's all about. Yeah, so, you know, season one, we're just pretty much taking this this epidemic across the country, right, and shining light on this thing that is called ghosting, which I know I've personally ghosted people before. I've, I've been ghosted. Um, and, you know, it's when you have a relationship with someone not romantic. doesn't have to be romantic at all. I've been ghosted by best friends, by family members. Uh, and, you know, you wake up one day and the conversation just stops, right? You're blocked. They don't want you looking at their social media. You can't call them. They don't hit you up on your birthday anymore. And you have no, you know, You're like, what did I do? No reason why. Um, and the craziest part, man, is, you know, some of these people, it's their family. It's their best friend of 15 years. It's, you know, their boyfriend. It's a fiance. It's just these deep rooted relationships that all of a sudden one day, are gone and you have no explanation why. And that's one thing that we're trying to help people figure out, um, you know. So when when you've along the uh, along, you know, doing the show, what's the craziest like has there ever been a time because you guys go and you find the person who's yep. done the ghosting. Yep. So the dude or girl or even a girl that's that's gotten ghost, you go find them and, and we- you say, yo, what's up? Has there ever been a time where you guys are, are you guys putting the the ghoster with the ghosty? So that's the whole point of the show, right? Is to get get these people who have been ghosted to come face to face with their ghosts and confront them, right? So some of these people haven't seen each other in five years. Some haven't seen each other in seven months, and um, there's this weird tension in the room when we're able to track these people down, and you know. When you, we watch these people who we become friends with, you know, we become invested in their with story. With the ghoster. With the, with the, we call them the haunted, right? The person who's been ghosted, they're the okay. haunted. That's who um, you come, that's who you talk that's to That's who first. we're, yeah, man. And they know, tell you the story like, yeah, you know, he just, one day, just up and back. I'll find, I'll find social media profiles. I'll track mm. down friends and ex-girlfriends and family members. Um, Dope and, concept you know, for a show, bro. Thank you, man. And, you know, these people come face to face and, and they... F- a lot of the times they find out reasons that they might not have wanted to find out. You know, ignorance is bliss sometimes. Um, but it's refreshing to kind of give people some closure and, you know, have them find out the real reason why they got ghosted. Has there has I know you can't give too much away, but is there ever instances where there's a rekindling? Not necessarily even romantic rekindling, but I've cried. I'm going to tell you there's an episode in this season that's going to come out where I, I literally cried like authentically like I was not OK. Because um, you all, a lot of times you cry non-authentic. Exactly, like when I'm calling you <laughs> drunk at the club, and I'm like, "Why don't you play my song, Phil? Why don't you play my song?" Hilarious. Um, and you know my co-host Rachel Lindsay. Um, she's she's incredible, man. She was a lawyer, uh, you know, and and so her investigative skills are on point. And there's no one better to co-host the show with me. Who, if you don't mind me asking, who came up with this idea? Um, so, look, I've known about this for about a year. Uh, this was an MTV thing, and they came to me in the beginning. And, you know, for a while I have different projects and stuff, and I didn't know if we were ever going to get to do this show. Um, and they finally came back and were like, yo, we're good to go. Let's shoot it. And we dove into season one, and it was like 10 weeks of 
the cra- I was flying everywhere, man. Like I was going to you know little towns in Kansas and Idaho and Baltimore, and it was it was wild. Now, w- when you were first uh, told about the show and get, yeah. given the concept, did you was it something right away where you were like, oh, this, I'm gonna this is gonna perfect for me? Well, I ghosted someone and have a tattoo on my palm to commemorate it. So, and I've told this story throughout my my music career, right? Because when I was 18, this girl flew me to Vegas. And she, uh, she was from Canada, and she needed citizenship. And she's like, let's get married. And I was like, cool. And, you know, I was turned up. She sent me a plane ticket. I get on a plane. I land. She had a beautiful face, huh? I got catfished. That's what happened, wow. to be honest. I got catfished. And so when, <laughs> so when I saw her in person, I was like, oh, damn, I got catfished. And I was like, yo, uh, instead of getting married, you know, it's a lot of paperwork, all this stuff. I was like, let's just go get matching tattoos. So she didn't have a beautiful face. It was different. Let's just say it was different. But was, was her name Nor by any chance? <laughs> oh, okay, sorry, I just thought. Anyway. Belly's on. Yeah, sorry. Anyway, uh, and so I was, you know she had a ton of tattoos like me, and I was like, let's just let's just go get tattoos. Uh, and she's like, cool. Where you want to get tattooed at? And See, I, you're a nice guy, right? I was like, I, I dude, I was 18. I was a dumbass to be to be quite <laughs> to be quite honest with you. And I was like, let's I go was, get I our. I think pom- I was a dumbass at 18 too. <laughs> let's go get our palms tattooed because I always heard your palms that the tattoos don't stick, right? So we each got half of a heart. Wait, 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 wait. Y- go ahead. I, I, I'm wait, t- you want to know why Why do you think that a tattoo's not going to stay in the palm of your hand? I just don't <laughs> think that's accurate. <laughs> well, I thought it at 18. Damn. And so I'm like, do you want to go yeah, we'll get, we'll get our tattoo, palm tattoo? It ain't going to stick. It's your palm. Exactly. It'll fall out. Um, so we get half of a heart. Did you get the tattoo at the palms? Huh? <laughs> no, sadly, Both no. Both of your palms were at the palms? Okay. It was at her friend's tattoo shop. And so I went first. I get half of a heart that says just married tattooed on the palm of my hand. I go outside while she's getting now hers done. I'm looking done. at your palm. Like, is this it's right there? here. Bro, watch. I'll, yo, I'll, show, I'll show you. I'll, you got to let the camera see. Oh, yo, yeah. So while she's getting hers done, I go outside. I call my friend. I'm like, bro, leave California right now. Drive down to Vegas and pick me up, right? Uh, call me in 10 minutes and tell me that something crazy happened, like a family emergency. I go back inside. He calls me in 10 minutes. I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, oh, I got to go. I got to go. He picks me up. He got to Vegas in like two hours from California. It was like the fastest anyone's ever gotten to Las Vegas. Uh, Picked me up. I waited a week, covered it up with a gigantic apple, and never talked to her again. Holy shit. So that's why I'm perfect for this show. Because so, I can get into the mind of a person who would do that. Right. So just because you've been ghosted, or you've done some ghosting, ghosting. <laughs> doesn't mean that you were going to be the perfect host for this show. When you started doing it, though, was it something that immediately you realized, like, I, I fuck with this and I, I'm having fun? 100%, man. I mean, look, I think it's, you know, it's why I love doing my podcast. It's why I love doing, you know, my music show. It's because I can kind of have a conversation with anyone. And so taking kind of like my interview skills and applying it to real people in real life scenarios has been, um, it's been rewarding. And just getting to, just getting to know these people and, and help them, man. It's, it's dope, you know? So telling that story. Yeah. Right. By the way, it, it, I do not condone this. Right, I'm sorry. Right, right. I feel you like an 18. asshole. I was 18. 17 and a half. Yeah. Um, when, when, if she sees this, are you worried about her? Oh, that's what he's doing. You, did she? Because you weren't Travis Mills at the time. No, you I was were not. just Travis Mills. Was just, yeah, I was just Travis. Yeah. You know, you were Travis. Tra- so, yeah. so if she sees this or other things, I'm sure you've talked about this on camera and on other occasions. Are you worried about, you know, the 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 ghosted? No, not you know, at coming? all. Because now I'm at a place in my life where, where I can what, actually have a conversation. What tattoo would you guys get next time? 
uh, I'm so, maybe like I'm sorry or like a sad face. Maybe I'd skip the whole tattoo. You know, yeah. we we could go get a tattoo. Don't worry, removal. she can't even come to this country anymore. <laughs> yeah. Especially with Trump being in office. You know, oh, you know no worries, man. I let her down. Oh, so hey, congrats, man. I can't I can't wait to see the show. I appreciate it. Um, man. You know, when, it, since I thought the show was already on, it means that this show was just meant to be. It was like it's, it's like it's always been here. It's fate, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, Clothing, you got you got a you got a clothing line NC seventeen. What's NC that? Seventeen. What's the the meaning behind NC seventeen? Uh, NC seventeen. I started it in two thousand and seventeen. Uh, nothing. It's the Nothing Corporation. You know, nothing no, to do with North Carolina. Nothing to do with North Carolina. But it was uh you know what some of our first designs were based around some of my favorite NC seventeen movies. And before rated R movies existed, that was kind of the only rating system. You know, for provocative, sexually explicit stuff. Um, and so I kind of took the ideology behind my favorite films uh, and created a clothing line. And we have a partnership with Zoomies, so we're in every single Zoomies retailer, and you could go shop that whole collection right now. And I wore a bunch of it on the show, which nice. is super dope. As you should. Yeah, so shout out to MCV. And you played a hand in designing or saying I designed like, everything myself. Uh, you know, this is something that I literally started in my kitchen uh, in 2017. It started off as me giving my homies clothes. And, you know, now we have a partnership at Zoomies, which was my first job ever. So, like, I used to work in Zoomies. And now you got and now, in yes. Zoomies. So, it's it's wild. I went to the Riverside Zoomies where I used to work. And just to see, like, my line in there, it's it's wild. That That's that's amazing. Thank you. Uh, I know that's a great feeling to, to you know, go into someplace you work and see your stuff in there. What, what, give me some other places you work coming up. Starbucks. Now, now you got to invent some coffee. <laughs> That'd I mean, be dope. I'm just I'm giving a huge, you these. I, I'm, I'm just a huge, saying. I worked at. I only worked at Starbucks and coffee shops. I mean, I only worked at uh, coffee shops and skateboard shops. So I worked at like a small skateboard shop uh, after Zoomies, and then it was it was Starbucks, and then I went to hair school. So then, so now you got to come up with a coffee, a barbershop that has coffee and sells skate gear. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And you're good. You yes. know what I'm saying? You're welcome. I just, uh, I just stopped by this dope truck, though, on Fairfax. It was called the Trap Truck, and they're selling exotic sodas. And I got a Japanese clear lime soda for, like, $40. So people are out here doing weird combo businesses, man. It's wild. Uh, trap soda. Trap soda. Amazing. Yes. It's a, a normal Pepsi from Japan. I paid $40 for Amazing. it. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Uh, well, when you're wearing a whole lot of hats and you got as much as going, you know, you, you got checks coming in, um, like comedy, like you're, you're, I, I never knew that side of you. Oh, yeah, man. So what what's going on? So acting has always been a huge passion of mine. And, you know, when you have, when you're all tattooed and stuff, you don't think that like you could be, you know, in movies or shows. And in 2016, I kind of challenged that whole thing and, and ended up booking a Netflix original series. Uh, and that led to, you know, some Hulu shows. I just did a, an episode of Good Girls on NBC, which has been incredible. I just finished shooting a funnier die show uh, called The Coop that'll be out in the fall. And that one's really dope because it's a choose your own adventure. So I uh, think, you know, Big Brother meets Clue. One of the one of the cast members in the house dies, and it's on our viewers to figure out who did it. So amazing! Uh, uh, you're you're killing it. I'm throwing so much at you, bro. No, no. <laughs> I mean, but I, but I love it because I I know where you started. You know what I'm saying? I've seen you, you know, evolve into this, you know, amazing superstar, and Thank that, you, that, man. that's that's amazing to me. And and yeah, I'm proud of you, man. Like I appreciate uh, it, seriously. And um, I, I have I have a couple other questions that that are, are non radio related. We talked. I brought up Trump a while ago. What do you think is going to happen when this new you know when the new election comes? Um, 
are you do you think Trump has another chance to be elected president? Do you know what's crazy that you asked me that question is one of the, you're a Trump supporter? No, no. Okay. One of those one of the episodes on Ghosted deals about the election. The 2016 we election should just go all ghost and the Trump. 2020. I, yeah, I mean, I'm for it. I don't know how you could do that collectively. Like there was a political. Uh, there's a very there's a very political episode uh, which took us all completely by surprise. And you know, I don't I don't want to give too much away, but it's crazy how you can disagree with someone so much that you'd be willing to end you know a lifelong friendship over it. I have a good idea where that's going. That's yeah. amazing. My dad's had some of those situations. Yeah, I think, you know, I think especially now in, like, the climate that we're all in socially, I think a lot of people are being faced with that. And I think what it comes down to is, like, instead of, you know, being immature and flipping the whole table over, it's a lot more effective to sit down and educate people from your perspective, right, your point of view. Because without that, there's no change. Speaking of change, there's changing changes are coming in with the NFL, with, with Jay-Z coming in the NFL uh, who ghosted who? Did the NFL ghost Colin Kaepernick, or did Colin Kaepernick ghost the NFL? I feel like he ghosted the NFL. I feel like he set a precedent. You think Jay Z is gonna? You you think he has a chance of of helping Colin? Because it's been over nine hundred and something days since Colin Kaepernick. I mean, if anybody if anybody is able to do that, I definitely think it's Hove. Like you look at everything that he's done for Meek Mill. Have you seen that documentary? Yeah, yeah. Uh, pieces of it. Okay, it's incredible. But I, but if, I know all about it. If you life. haven't, and you know, it, part, I'll admit my ignorance when I don't know a lot about something. I wasn't that familiar with Meek's case. You know, we obviously read the headlines, and you know, I love his music, but getting to sit down and actually watch. I mean, being on probation for, I think it was 12, 12 years. years. Oh, getting yeah. to see that and being like, wait, what? Why did it take and, this And then long? you say, how were you able to do everything that you did and accomplish all this? Being, you he's know, Superman, he's Superman on probation. And, and, you know, to maintain that level of positivity and, and not only like deal with the pressures of fame and, and success, but also be on probation the whole time and have to go back to jail and have that judge just it, it was weird, man. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, Hove is always someone who wants to help. And I feel like if anybody can, you know, it'd be him. And, you know, I, I, I agree. And I, I would not be mad at Colin coming back because, you know, he's been training. He stays, you know, I don't know if you saw him throwing the ball with, with Beckham. They did a little. Dude, you know what's crazy is is Ness. is that That's his girl. N- Ness is, is Colin's girl. And, and we know Ness very From well. From interviews back, in, I mean, way back, so, man. So Ness, Ness we, share, we share an attorney together. And uh, and she still used she needed an attorney years ago. And I'm like, I got you. And to see her grow, you know, similar to, to what you've done, that it, it's just amazing to me, man. Yeah, it, she's it, hosting TV shows. And she's all killing as well. it. Yeah. Um, and, and on the sports topic, I don't mind, you know, Colin coming back to the NFL. I, I, if Ness heard me, she's going to hear this. She's going to be like, but I, I think if the situation was right, he might. Um, what I do mind is when I heard. Are you a Laker fan? I'll be honest with you, I'm a UFC fan. If it's not UFC, I'm probably not I watching it. I think we it. had this conversation before. Yeah. I'll watch playoffs and stuff like that, but like when the stakes are really high. But I'm not going all season. I don't know how I feel about Dwight coming back to the Lakers. Okay. <laughs> You've heard about Dwight Howard coming back. I've heard about it. He, he went on social media and he talks about how, you know, he's 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 this second chances. Not everybody gets him. And this time around he's gonna kill it. And I've talked about how I, I was, you know, when he came here originally as a Laker the first time around, uh, went to his house. We used to go to the clubs. I used to hang with his boys. They used to come out with me. And one day I was at his house and I'm like, I asked one of his boys, he ain't even unpacked. 
And they were like, he ain't staying here. And sure as hell, he wasn't even in L.A. for not even a year. And so I'm just hoping he's unpacked now. Um, you, you, uh, you're not a basketball fan. I'm not a basketball guy. No. So, but yo, Rachel, she, uh, does, she has an ESPN show. She is like, she's the sports one. So like all the camera operators and people on our crew, nice. They ignore me and they just talk to Rachel all day. <laughs> I get like no cool points. That's that. That's her thing. Dog, well, you got all the cool points in the world uh, doing all the stuff you got going on, bro. And it's only going to get bigger for you. For, for you. And you, hopefully man. you come back. Maybe next time. You know, Nick Cannon uh, is doing mornings now. One hundred percent. I just did Wild and Out not too long ago. Oh, do- my episode is about to come. You got to come in the morning and hang out with Nick. Love it, man. You know what I'm saying? Until oh, next time, brother. Yeah. Nothing but the most success yep. ever in life. Felly fell. I appreciate you, man. You've always shown me. Come life. on. Yeah, yeah. I got to. Hear more music. Let's I'm waiting. Do it. Man. All right, all right. Too long.